Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. Our senses are the channels that connect our body to the world. It's easy to miss how varied and how rich our sensory experiences are. We have more than the traditional five senses, and all of them have a role to play in shaping our experiences. In this post, we'll consider our various senses, and we'll explore what we can do to fully experience and appreciate how they connect us with our world. We'll then take a look at the roles that our senses play in our quest for developing deep connections with others. We'll see how our senses can offer us a cornucopia of pleasures, and we'll consider the role of the senses in communicating with others. Let's start with a quick tour of the senses. As the animals that we humans are, we're gifted with a broad palette of senses, that is, the channels through which we connect with the world around and inside us. The five senses come to mind, of course, vision, hearing, smell or olfaction, touch, and taste. In reality, though, those are just the tip of the iceberg. We also have other, perhaps more subtle ways of sensing the world. Let's consider touch as an example. That's really a blanket term for a set of senses that are mapped across the entire surface of our bodies. These include things such as pressure sensation, temperature sensation for both heat and cold, and pain, such as when our skin is cut. These are all different dimensions of the ways in which the world around us can interact with the surface of our bodies. In addition to the senses we've just listed, there are senses that give us information about the interior of our body. Proprioception informs us of the position of our body in space by sensing joint positions. Kinesthesia gives us awareness of the motion of our bodies, including things such as muscle tension and our sense of movement through muscle feedback. Our vestibular sense helps us balance by making us aware of accelerations in various directions. That sense works in conjunction with our kinesthetic or motion senses. All of this may seem a bit wonky, but it's important for us to appreciate the many channels of information we receive about the world. Of course, we're usually only consciously aware of a tiny portion of this torrent of incoming information. Our bodies do a miraculous job of smoothly moving us through the world, protecting us from harmful interactions or from being overwhelmed by external occurrences, all through normally automatic mechanisms. In addition to the many things that our bodies do for us on autopilot, we can let specific sensory information into our consciousness. We do this by using our attention mechanism to tune into the chosen sensory channel. As we'll see, That ability is crucial to our ability to fully enjoy our senses, as well as to our ability to use sensation to connect with others. Let's think about the senses and the term sensuality. We can start by considering the definition of the word sensual from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. That definition comes in several parts. Part 1 is relating to or consisting in the gratification of the senses or the indulgence of appetite. Two is sensory, of or relating to sensation or to the senses. 3a is devoted to or preoccupied with the senses or appetites. 3b is voluptuous, which as we know means curvaceous and sexually attractive or associated with luxury or sensual pleasure. And 3c is deficient in moral, spiritual, or intellectual interests. 
As we see, these definitions stray far from only a connection with our senses, as in definition 2. They quickly move into a space that can evoke judgment and negativity in many of us. In many Western religious traditions, the body, with its senses, is viewed with deep suspicion. As definition 3c clearly suggests, our senses are sometimes positioned as a gateway to moral depravity or wickedness. From such a perspective, in the best case, the senses can distract us from our implicitly higher path of rationality and control by catering to our gratification or indulgence, potentially in a preoccupied way. As an alternative, we can see sensuality as simply an embracing of our senses. Those senses are tools that connect us to the world, and like any tool, they can be used in beneficial or harmful ways. How do we experience our senses? Tuning into and appreciating the value of our senses plays into one of the core beliefs of the science of sexology, which is that pleasure, which comes to us through our senses, is an individual human birthright. Let's consider a few of the innumerable ways in which pleasure comes to us through our senses. Through our sense of vision, we can experience the beauty of a pastoral landscape, or a luminous sunset, or a star-dusted night sky. Through hearing, we can experience the emotions arising from beautiful music, and we can enjoy the satisfaction of deep conversation with others. Touch lets us bask in the pleasure of a sensuous and renewing massage, and it lets us feel the brush of the wind on our skin. Our senses of taste and smell work together to let us experience the nuances of a fine wine and the heady aroma of a subtle perfume or a flower garden. And our internal senses let us connect with our state of well-being and contentment while engaging in an immersive dance or in feeling the vigor that comes from healthy exercise. Of course, this list is endless and very personal to each of us. No two people experience the world through their senses in exactly the same way. In thinking about the many things that our senses let us experience, we quickly realize that each of us likes certain sensations while disliking others. We each have our sensory preferences. Even when exposed to the same experience, two people can perceive that experience differently. Think of how some people love the fragrant taste of cilantro or the bite of high-bitterness IPA beer, while others abhor one or both of these. Another noteworthy aspect of our senses is that they let us experience both novelty and sameness or familiarity. People vary widely in their preference for one or the other of these. Some are avid about the excitement and adventure that can come from experiencing new and exotic things. Others are focused on maintaining a predictable and controllable comfort zone within which they thrive. There's no right or wrong in that. We each appreciate both novelty and sameness to differing degrees. Depending on each person's balance point, they might enjoy different sorts of sensory experiences, including connections with different sorts of other people. What do all of these observations about the senses mean to us in practical terms? Why should we value and accept our senses as a useful bridge that connects us with the world? A couple of thoughts come immediately to mind. First, let's consider that our senses offer us the potential to build pleasure into life. If we're attuned to our senses, we can experience the world in a deeper and more nuanced way than if we are numb to our sensations. Attunement requires that we slow down enough to fully engage in an experience. 
In our sometimes frantic modern lives, we are often not even aware of the opportunities for experiencing beauty and pleasure that present themselves. Attunement also, by definition, requires that we live consciously, focusing and opening our minds and emotions to fully immerse ourselves in our experiences. That focusing is an act of will. It's an act of presence. We have to want to be open, and we have to dedicate ourselves to that. The richness and fullness of life that comes from such attunement can also promote gratitude for the gifts that come to us. Attunement is also the basis of our ability to savor our sensory experiences. Enjoyment is a reaction to what we have experienced. More specifically, it's an emotional reaction. Recall from our earlier posts that emotions have a valence or an association with good or pleasure or with badness or pain. When we savor an experience, we bring the pleasure or the pain of that experience into the spotlight of our consciousness. Doing that is like turning over a smooth pebble in our hand so that we can feel the many contours and textures more fully. Like living consciously, savoring an experience is an act of will. We have to let ourselves become immersed in the experience. Let's close by thinking about yet another aspect of our sensations, their special role as a means for communicating and connecting with others. If we return to the definition of sensual that we opened with, we are reminded of the part of the definition that focuses on, quote, the gratification of the senses or the indulgence of appetite. Gratification is the pleasure that comes from the satisfaction of a desire. Our appetites are desires, things that we want to bring into life. Appetites are as varied as the possible sources of pleasure. We have an appetite for physical pleasure through touch and sex, an appetite for the feelings of safety and satisfaction that come from satisfying our physical needs, an appetite for the soul-deep satisfaction that comes from experiencing beauty in its many forms, and many other appetites. When we forge a deep connection with someone, we want to both enjoy the sweet things that will come from that connection, that is, to gratify our senses, while simultaneously offering our partner similar gratification through their connection with us. That's a two-way street, taking us toward shared pleasure. Such sharing extends beyond just shared pleasure. It also conveys a sense of safety, of acceptance, and of being cared for and appreciated for both partners. That's a truly sweet experience. Finally, our senses offer us an eloquent way to communicate with a partner. As we know, there are many different forms of touch, each conveying different things. Those include a show of support, or of appreciation, or of inclusion, or of affection, or of sexual interest. How we touch our partner in particular circumstances tells them a lot about how we're feeling, how we see them, and what we desire. In the dance of sensual and sexual connection, how we touch one another can greatly intensify the connection and our partner's enjoyment of it. Such touch is truly an art form. Other senses, such as the visual experience of eye gaze or the backdrop of music or incense, can also intensify the connection. Those who wish to learn how to bring deep connections to life, moment by moment, would do well to cultivate and appreciate their senses. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors website at twoopendoors.com and the Two Open Doors Facebook group. Finally, I invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. 
I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your input to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thank you for visiting To Open Doors. Thank you.